Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. Big Ten Championship game getting ready to go down. Michigan versus Iowa. And, you know, I really wish I could give you this detailed breakdown, but this is truly the coronation of the Wolverines. A hard season. A lot of work was put in. A lot of people believe. Aiden Hutchinson coming back for his final year. Jim Harbaugh telling his guys, look, we're going to win this Big Ten championship or die trying. I don't think Jim's going to have to die trying. I think the coronation starts tomorrow. Iowa simply outmatched. And it's not to say that Iowa's a bad team. It's just that Michigan is better than them. If you're Michigan, you only got to do one thing. And a lot of times when it comes to games, I like to call it the if theory. And if you get more than three ifs, chances are you're not going to win. For Michigan, there's one. Don't turn the ball over. If Michigan does not turn the ball over, they win this game. Iowa's whole, uh, the way they score is predicated on getting turnovers. Early in the year when they were up to number two in the nation, they forced teams to turn the ball over. That's what they do well. It's almost like a spider's web. Where they get you to make mistakes early, they get a short field, they score, and the next thing you know, you're falling behind. They know how to grind. They can grind it out, but they just can't score points. If you look at the Iowa-Maryland game, you know, Maryland, I think it had like six turnovers in the first half. It was just that bad. If you're Michigan, and it's, your strength is not turning the ball over. Because you don't turn it over, then you're going to be fine. You're going to go in there. You're going to win this thing. Worst case scenario, you'll be number two in the nation. You may be number one, but you're in the college football playoffs. And this is a new territory for Michigan, but it's a position where you actually have a chance. Unlike when Michigan State went to the playoffs, that was it. And I think most Spartan fans knew it wasn't going to get any better than that. For Michigan, 
I mean, you may get Cincinnati. You can beat them. Alabama, you know, I talked to my guy in Vegas, and he told me if Michigan and Alabama played, that Alabama would be a one-and-a-half-point favorite. That just tells me that's a flip of a coin, which means that, yeah, you could beat Bama. And talk about validating a season. Beating Ohio State is something. I'm telling you right here and now. You beat Alabama, oh, the world will take notice. But that's what you're looking at. And then you'll be on a collision course to play Georgia, who's the best team in the nation. Now, I think Georgia truly is the best team. I don't think that you would get past them. But you know what? At this point, you don't care. You made it to the national championship game. But let's not put the cart before the horse. Let's get back to the Big Ten championship game. You got Iowa. And, yeah, I I do think that this is going to be somewhat of a coronation. Um, You know, I think eyes will be on Aiden Hutchinson to see what type of a game that he has as a guy with a Heisman Trophy vote. If he can somehow get, uh, you know, a pick six or scoop and score type of thing, I think that would help his cause. But I think it may be a little too little too late. Bryce Young... C.J. Stroud and Kenneth Walker III kind of been putting up those numbers. To give it to a defensive guy, it's difficult, especially when you got a Jabo on the other side. And it's kind of it, it kind of takes away from from what he's doing. And that's not to say that he's not doing a great job, but yeah, if you're Michigan, you got this thing won. You probably going to be hoisting up the trophy if you're a Wolverine fan. Hopefully you made it down to Indianapolis, and if not, maybe you're listening to this in your car on your way down. But yeah, I fully expect the Wolverines to win this game. You're the better team. You're 11-point favorites for a reason. All you have to do is not turn the ball over, and you have an offense that does not turn the ball over. Your quarterback doesn't throw that many interceptions. My God, your running backs, I don't think they fumbled the ball this year. If they did, maybe once, but I don't even think they did. That's just how good that you are. And and the fact that you don't turn it over, and that's what Iowa needs, that's why I'm confident Michigan's going to win this game. Now, after that, we got to wait and see all the different results of what's going to happen with uh, teams like Cincinnati and Alabama and Georgia. I think that's going to set up a lot, the Alabama-Georgia game, of who you're going to play in the playoffs. Bama wins. I think you're going to play Georgia. Georgia wins. You're probably going to end up with uh, either Cincinnati or Okie State, depending on, you know, what happens next. But that's a winnable game for you. That's a game that you definitely you want to see. So if you're a Michigan fan, you want your team to win. And at 4 o'clock, you're probably rooting for Georgia just to make your path easier. And that's no shame in that, man, because now – All you got to do is go in, beat Georgia, and that's 60 minutes, man, and anything can happen in 60 minutes. Now, if you're a Michigan State fan, you won your game uh, last Saturday against Penn State. If you want to go to a New Year's Six game, you're going to have to do something you probably never thought and you probably never thought you'd hear me say. You got to root for Michigan. You need Michigan to defeat Iowa. Why? Because then Michigan goes to the playoffs, Ohio State, and Michigan State would be in a New Year's Six Bowl game. You probably end up in the Fiesta Bowl from the way things are looking, and you may end up going against Notre Dame. Your MSU, that's a game. Notre Dame now has a new coach in, in Marcus Freeman. But that's a game you want. I mean, it, it's, it would be possible <laughs> that Michigan State, if they beat Notre Dame, could finish the year holding all four trophies. You got the Spittoon. 
you got Paul Bunyan, the land grant, and you would have the megaphone from Notre Dame. It would be a feather in Mel Tucker's cap, second year, New Year's Six bowl game. That's something that you're hoping for. Now, if Michigan loses, chances are you're probably going to be in either the Outback or the uh, Citrus Bowl. Unfortunately, thanks to the New Year's Six and the college football playoffs, those bowls have kind of, you know, the, the, the shine is off. It's almost looked at as a lesser bowl game. You want the New Year's Six game, especially in year two. It only helps to build the reputation of your program. Also for Michigan State, looks like Mel Tucker's going back to that transfer portal again. This time he's looking at the defensive side of the ball, bringing in a couple of linebackers. Looks like they're going to be making an official visit over this weekend for the basketball game. As early signing day is coming up on December 14th. Uh, he's also looking at maybe bringing in some defensive ends. Look, if you're MSU, your offense, it seems to be that Jay Johnson has that thing fixed. I'm beating a dead horse to say the defense needs some upgrades. And if you could bring in some guys, and, and these are some guys, you know, one kid from Vegas, bad team, but he's a good player. And I thought that maybe this is where Tucker would go, and it appears that, you know, he's proving me right. Go after guys that played at either small schools but played every down or schools that, that really weren't that good and give them the opportunity to take that step up and play at MSU. Very similar to like what you saw with Jaden Reed at Western Michigan. It's not to knock Western Michigan, but he got more exposure at Michigan State, and you saw it definitely paid off dividends. If you can land some of these transfer portal guys, and trust me, if you're not paying attention every day, guys are going into the portal whether it was Adrian Martinez, the quarterback for Nebraska, or Quinn Ewers. Hey, remember, he was the kid that left high school early to go to Ohio State. Yeah, he just jumped into the portal, probably going to end up going back to Texas. So each year, they're going to be guys. But you got to look at this strategically. You got to be able to address what you need and not necessarily get caught up on the brand names. Now, you know, MSU already got the... Ryan Berger, the, the, the running back from Wisconsin, I think that, you know, there he sounds like he kind of fell out with the team. He stopped showing up. But here's the thing. Michigan State brought in a lot of recruiting guys from Wisconsin, so they know this Berger kid. If they trust him, I think, you know, you got to trust that Mel Tucker knows what he's doing. But, yeah, this weekend he's going to be bringing in some transfer portal defensive players that can be used right away. Now, the key is also if they can early enroll, get here for the spring, and then get indoctrinated to the defense. That's what I think like hurt guys like Caveras Crouch because Crouch got here in the summer and he really didn't get that time, whereas Kenneth Walker got here last spring and you saw, you know what, they knew what they had, he knew the playbook, and he was able to make a bigger impact. So, yeah, I look for guys like Crouch to have a bigger impact, but, yeah, if you can – Pair him up with, you know, other linebackers. You know, he and Cal Halliday, I think, are staples for next year. But if you could upgrade and bring talent, because what you saw was Michigan State lacked depth at the end of the year, especially when they got hit with the sickness and injuries. That's what you're looking for. But you need some instant impact guys. I know a lot of people talk about the secondary. Oh, my God, when are they going to bring in corners? They're bringing in a ton of corners. Corners is not the problem. Corners is the symptoms. Seeing guys get burnt because there's no pass rush. And that's what you need 
better defensive linemen, some rush ends, you know, better linebacker play. It puts more pressure on the QB, and then the corners don't have to guard because any cornerback there guard, I mean, trying to check somebody over five seconds, man, you're, you're going to end up getting burnt. You're going to end up just not being able to cover. Good corners, you always look and see, got to have great defensive linemen. And that's where I think Tucker is trying to upgrade what he's trying to do. Also, uh, I know it's really big football, heavy type of thing, but and later we're going to get more and more into this basketball of Michigan and Michigan State. But I'll say this, the two teams have one thing in common. My goodness, do they like turning over the ball? For Michigan, it's weird because after years of watching John Beeline and they never turned their ball over, uh, just it's watching this this team now, they are struggling and they're just, I mean, I, I, basically I, I could be saying this for both teams because for Izzo and his team, he, they've been turning this ball over for about seven last seven, eight years. But for Michigan, it's different because I'm so used to them not turning the ball over. This could become problematic down the line. Now, I think for both, you got new point guards coming into the system. You're trying to acclimate them in there. I'm going to give it some time before you hit the panic button. I think Michigan, I think maybe a little, the problems are, 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 are standing out a little bit more because they have higher expectations. Some pick them to win the Big Ten in basketball. And right now, uh, come the next poll, I don't think you're going to be ranked, especially after the shellacking that you just took at North Carolina for MSU. I don't think the expectation was as, as high, but also I don't think that they're good enough to give the opponents 18 extra possessions and expect to win. And you saw that against Kansas. You saw that against Baylor. So when you could play up against the good teams like Purdue, and you give Purdue 18 extra chances, you're just basically saying, here, Purdue, please beat us. Please embarrass us because we don't want to win this game. Both teams are going to have to really cut down on the turnover. So just kind of wanted to touch upon that very quickly. But as I stated before earlier, tomorrow should be Michigan's day. You should be Big Ten champions for the first time, I think, since 2004. And then you're off to the college football playoffs. And then we'll break down your matchups and seedings on next week's Five Star Zone. But until then, thanks for listening. Keep subscribing, and we'll be back uh, next week. May have an instant reaction tomorrow, but I know we'll definitely be back next week. Thanks for listening.